0: I'm a handshake and take it. I'm a spud with a plan. I remember cooking skater day by day. I ain't your average quitter. I don't put up a golf. I'm doing the best I can. The drum day, don't be a day, day, day. I'm hot
1: at the level. Nothing but level
2: for you. Welcome to the Trump-Tater. This is Jamie Renda, and I'm broadcasting from my home, so I hope everybody can hear me. Uh, Tomorrow I'll be getting a new microphone in, and so hopefully the the sound is okay and everybody can um, hear me this morning. Just want to go on to talk more about this election. And so the first thing I want to remind everybody is what a Trump-Tater is. A Trump-Tater is someone who outclasses, outshines, and outperforms, a dependable and exemplary person, a winner. And our president uh, just exemplified every bit of that this past month as he has fought so hard to represent us as Americans and to be our president of of this great country. Um, It it just amazed me. I mean, the other night it looked like for sure Trump was going to take it. They were so quick to call anything that Biden was leading in and so slow to call any of the races that Trump was leading in, even when he was leading significantly, such as in Pennsylvania, where he was up at one point by 16 points. Um, So it's been frustrating. And all of a sudden within, you know, they shut down voting for the night. And somewhere in the middle of the night in Wisconsin and Michigan, they find all these votes that went 100% towards Biden and, and very few to any towards Trump. And so even though those states looked like they were going to be projected to be a Trump win, Now they're being thrown in Biden's quarter, but uh, Michigan is shifting up a little bit differently, but there's so much corruption. I mean, um, and I know this, you know, it's not just because I'm a Trump supporter, but when they will not let Trump or conservative people that have the documentation to be a poll watcher into the uh, where they're counting the, the ballots, And uh, and then they're boarding up the windows and putting coverings over so people can't look in and see what's being done. Uh, They're wearing Biden face mask, the the people counting the votes in there that's been shown on camera. Um, There's one instance that was shown on camera of this guy who has uh, flipped off a ballot and then crumbled it up and threw it in the trash. So, I mean, there's lots of things going on that... uh, President Trump has every right to fight hard for this election. He worked extremely hard for it. He's worked extremely hard for America. And uh, so it's important that we stand by him at this time and not so quickly, you know, just concede this election. Uh, Biden and his supporters certainly wouldn't be encouraging him to concede at this point. Um, When the election is done, when everything, every measure has been taken to secure the election and make sure it was fair and it was um, every the people voted legally and that the, val- the ballots that are being counted were legal ballots, then if Trump loses, I mean, all of us will have no choice but to embrace the decision and move on. But that day has not come. So until that day comes, we need to work hard at supporting um, our president and letting him know we have his back and we believe he's the winner. So anyway, we need to be Trump taters. Um, we need to be out there working as hard as we can to secure this victory. And and at the same time, when it, again, when the day comes, if, if, if by chance we don't win, and then, then we need to remember that we're taters and not haters, and we need to move forward and try to make the best in our country that we can do. So I, I just want to just focus in a little bit on the power of thought, because so many people on Facebook... Um, Like I had a friend of mine here that uh, posted this little snippy thing on Facebook uh, last night about, well, Trump lost Arizona because he was a jerk to John McCain. (laughs) I thought, no, he lost Arizona because uh, John McCain was in on the political coup to take the president down from the very beginning with Russia, and he fought back against John McCain. Uh, because Mitt Romney and, and Jeff Flake uh, to uh, of my predominant faith or my faith I should say the predominant faith here in Utah uh, had a significant influence over uh, LDS um, voters there and I think that was that was another factor there's there's multiple factors that are taking place but I want to talk about one that uh, Twitter will not, allow to be shared on Twitter. And that's the fact that Republicans voting in Arizona, and I heard this happen in other states as well, were given Sharpies to vote with versus a ballpoint pen, uh, a blue or black ballpoint pen. So what this does is it causes the, the ballot to bleed some and the computer won't always read it. Now, they've assured us that those votes will be manually counted and By manually counting, they'll go on the intent to the voter. So I hope that's the case. And if it is the case, maybe we have a lot more manual ballots to count uh, that the computer rejected because of this uh, Sharpie uh, situation. But uh, anyway, I mean, there's just so many (laughs) coincidental uh, at the best uh, issues that took place. The fact that the Sharpies were being given out in what was perceived to be a Republican only Line and where the Democrats were not being given the Sharpies um, and the fact that poll watchers were not allowed into some significant precincts in both Michigan, Wisconsin, and, and other Democratic precincts across um, our nation. But uh, these two particular states and in Pennsylvania, I can't forget Pennsylvania, poll watchers aren't being allowed in there. Um, so the, the, these things matter and we, can, we cannot allow elections to be stolen and, and our president is a fighter. If it was any other Republican, um, he would probably have cowered and walked away and conceded. But uh, that's not who we have right now in office. We have a fighter. And a lot of people want to be critical of him because maybe he doesn't say things just right. Um, but I just think um, I'm very proud to have someone who's willing to really fight for the American people and to, to give everything he has. Uh, to try to save our country. Now, a lot of people say, well, it's not going to be that much different having Biden. I mean, what, what will we lose? Well, first thing Biden's committed to right away is he's going to jump us right back into the Paris Peace Accord. Um, the fracking, the oil, I mean, there's a lot of the jobs that uh, will probably be lost. But I think more than anything is the positive attitude of where America can be. And generating that positivity. Uh, There was an article I read this morning on, uh, I think it was on the blaze, but it was basically that uh, this Antifa movement and the Black Lives Matter movement, I'm not talking about the concept of Black Lives Matter, I'm talking about some of the organized efforts that are intertwined into the socialist Marxist movement, uh, that some people feel that if Biden's elected that that movement will subside. Well, they're wrong. <laughs> even if you're a Biden supporter, uh, that movement will continue. It will put pressure on uh, even the most moderate of Democrats. Um, they will become public enemy number one um, under Antifa. So, I mean, that that movement's not going away, and Democrats and Biden supporters are not immune to some of the hate that that movement uh will continue to project until they accomplish their goal, which is for America to be a socialist nation. And so any of y'all out there that voted for Biden thinking that's going away, I think you're terribly wrong. Um, And I think the best thing we can do for race relations in our, in our country is to hope and pray that Trump gets elected uh, because Trump genuinely has in his heart, the desire to reach out to uplift all Americans, including black americans who've lived in these communities of despair under democratic control for so many years so anyway as we go on to this program i want to talk about um the power of thought because we're putting a lot of thoughts out there on facebook right now we're putting a lot of thoughts on twitter and other social medias or in our conversation and so until this election is called and officially over we we have to exercise some really powerful thought that uh that Trump did win this election, and that we need to back him and doing everything we can until this election is resolved, and not start surrendering at this point. I mean, uh, if Biden, if Biden actually takes this, or Trump, either one, uh, they will have won with the most votes ever in American history. I personally just do not feel like, even on Biden's side, there there was any type of enthusiasm for Biden in those numbers, that uh, he's going to overtake Barack Obama's numbers of having the most votes go to him. He had no energy. He did nothing to earn the American vote, all kinds of corruption. Um, So if anybody out there really feels that there is that much energy and enthusiasm for Biden, I think you really have to take a second look and, and think what happened in this election. Why they push for these mail out ballots. So, when we get back on the Trump Tater, we're going to talk about what it means to be a Trump Tater and how we move forward, regardless of how the election goes. We'll be back in a minute. welcome back to the trump tater so yesterday i was in kind of a funk uh for multiple reasons i brought my mother home from assisted living she's been diagnosed with coronavirus and is not doing well my other alternative was to put her in a covid facility in which i would have no contact with her and probably would not be able to spend um the last days of her life with her and she would pass away alone um, and I couldn't have that but too I just you know I couldn't even see the type of treatment that she was getting and and making sure she's been taken care of with dignity and and uh, respect and given every opportunity to to beat this so anyway I've been up all night I'm a little tired <laughs> I was a little sad with seeing how the election was pulling out on what they were doing yesterday but I geared up this last night I talked to a friend of mine and asked, you know, what his projections were. And he was so enthusiastic. He said, this is the most exciting thing. It's like a Super Bowl game. And, uh, and we're going to go down to the last minute and we're going to win. And so anyway, I, I loved his enthusiasm. I loved his perspective. Uh, he pointed out all the different ways that uh, Trump still has this and uh, will be able to win. So as I looked at other people on social media and other places, that are conservative, and it seemed like they were conceding, and and even kind of putting some blame. You know, well, if Trump wasn't a jerk. If Trump didn't do his tweets, you know, Trump's his own worst enemy. And uh, I thought, you know, <laughs> the the guy has fought harder and worked harder uh, for the American people. Yeah, he's flawed. He's got a few little hiccups in there, but I think he's just been absolutely incredible. And uh, the type of energy and commitment he's put into representing us. So I thought after last night, I, I can't allow this negative energy to go out with me feeling a little down that the election didn't go my way. Or, So I thought, you know, we got to put positive energy out there. We have 70 days before this election is going to get called. It may even take longer, but at least 70 days, possibly that we're going to be in some court battles and we're going to be fighting for the integrity of our electoral process. So I'm just going to go over some Trump-tater thoughts because, again, reminding our audience that a Trump-tater, and this is the real definition. This is not a made-up definition. If you look up Trump in the dictionary, you will see that Trump means to outclass, outshine, and outperform, and to defeat someone or something. It also means a dependable and exemplary person. So we have to gear up, win or lose, that we're going to maintain and be trumpeters, and that we're going to uh, move forward with that positive energy and hope and, uh, and find ways to, to make sure our nation gets back on the right track, even if we're off for four more years, um, but that we do everything we can to maintain a positive energy. So the first thing we need to do is surround ourselves with successful and positive people, Uh If you find yourself with other, even Trump supporters that are in this doom and gloom um, mentality, uh, try to pick them up. And if you can't pick them up, walk away from them and surround yourself with people that have energy, positive energy. Uh, The influence people have over our own personal energy is amazing. Moods and attitudes are so imitated. Uh, So we need to think about how much difference That uh, we fill with someone who is smiling, someone who is happy, someone who has hope versus someone who is negative. And so it's like a thousand times difference, uh, the energy, that positive positive energy. So we need to surround ourselves with people, family and friends and business associates that are going to be positive. Uh, When you have people around you that inspire you, believe in you and want you to succeed, there's no room for doubts to creep in. And uh, and when they do creep in, they sweep away very quickly when we surround ourselves with positive people. The the next thing we need to do is create a positive mantra or positive affirmations. So repeating affirmations, I mean, projecting what we want to have happen. So right now, I mean, all of us who have, are big Trump supporters and uh, and would like to see our country have four years of Trump back in the White House working with the Senate that's Uh, that I I believe are going to be able to keep in a house that's a little bit stronger. We've picked up some seats, Um, but more than anything, um, having time to, for the FBI and for our um, justice department to really go after those who tried to undermine our democracy and to see some justice done there. So we need a positive affirmation and not this negative negative energy that's going out and, and being critical of Trump on on why he lost because he hasn't lost yet so we need to we need to put out the affirmation that Trump will win that he we will be able to fight this corruption that took place in our electoral process and uh, that we will come out victorious because it's the best thing for all American people all of America. Uh, for Trump to win. It's the best thing for our race relations. If you think race relations are going to get better if uh, Biden wins, you're terribly wrong because that's going to really set probably conservatives and Republicans back so many years. Uh, With Trump, you're going to have people all working together. You're going to have us being able to go in and make big changes within these African-American communities that need to be rebuilt and need to be energized through entrepreneurship and jobs so a positive mantra or affirmation um, is just taking something sometimes that you're the opposite of if you want if you're unorganized like i tend to be sometimes (laughs) uh you want to say you know and if it's something you desire to be then you want to project yourself as that and so just you know, come up with a few positive uh, affirmations for you personally, but uh, the positive affirmation we need as a, a nation right now is that Trump is a fighter and he's going to beat this system that tried to take him down for the past four years and that we're going to emerge as winners in this election. Uh, the third thing we want to do is capture and eliminate negative thoughts. And so that kind of was talked about just a minute ago, but Again, that if we can catch that thought as it comes into our mind and eliminate it immediately and kind of catch us. Do I really want to dwell on that? Is that something I really want to uh, give space and give free rent in my brain? Um, so realize that, no, we don't want to give free rent in our brain. So if there is something that we're upset about um Find a way to make a change. And if you can't find a way to make a change right away, then let the thought go. But you have to take that negative thought process and turn it into a problem-solving opportunity. And that creates a positive way of something you have control over in your life. If you can take that negative energy or that negative thought and say, I can do something about that. I can change this. And if you can change it, then go about implementing ways to change whatever that is. If you don't feel you can change it, then let it go until you have that energy and the thought process that you can make a difference. But uh, if it's just sitting there occupying free space in your brain and there's nothing you feel you can do about it, then you have to let it go. Because if you don't, it's going to bring you down. It's going to impact your relationships with your family and friends what you're able to accomplish in your work and your personal life. So let the negative thoughts go that you have no control over and can't make changes on, but don't let them go so quickly that you don't, that you don't at least give thought to how can I solve this problem? Do I have, do I have the ability to make a change in this area? And if you do, then make that change. If you think you might in the future, then put it over to the side. Don't let it eat away at you. And uh, and revisit that at a time that you have the energy to make that change. So anyway, we're going to uh, be back, and we've got a few more things that we're going to talk about on how we can make these uh, changes in our in our thought processes as we move forward uh, in this election process, and how we can help put out that positive energy to the universe that we believe. That we have the ability to overcome this corruption in our electoral process, and that, and that we can uh, ensure uh, victory if if Trump truly did win, and if he didn't, if he didn't win, that uh, we allow that process to take place and we go about trying to have as many positive thoughts as we can. So we'll be back on the Trump theater in just a minute. Oh, yeah. oh,
3: USA Radio News with Lance Pride. Protests broke out across several cities as voters say foul in election counts. Dozens of angry supporters of President Trump converged on vote counting centers in Detroit and Phoenix Wednesday. Audio from Arizona's ABC 15. Stop the steal and count my vote, chanted the protesters, some armed with rifles and handguns. Representative Paul Gosser, an Arizona Republican, joined the crowd declaring, we're not going to let this election be stolen, period. Kosovo's president, Hasim Faisai, a guerrilla leader during Kosovo's war for independence from Serbia in the late 1990s, resigned on Thursday and will face charges for war crimes and crimes against humanity at a special court based in The Hague. We are freedom-loving people and not vengeful, the 52-year-old Faisai said at a news conference in Pristina. That's Kosovo's capital. USA Radio News.
1: When thinking about life insurance, my accident reinforced you. you never know what tomorrow might bring. That's why I reached out to AccuQuote. AccuQuote helps people find a life insurance policy that meets their needs. Since 1986, they've helped millions of folks save up to 60% on their life insurance by comparing the rates and features of dozens of top-rated life insurance products. A healthy 50-year-old non-smoker can buy a half a million dollars of 10-year level term for less than 45 bucks a month. A 60-year-old under 120 bucks a month. Longer or permanent terms are available. Even if you already own life insurance, you really need to check out my friends at AccuQuote. Don't worry about health issues. Remember, they help me. As a pastor, I'm concerned about your soul and helping you to make sure your family is taken care of. Life insurance is more affordable now than ever, so don't make them wish you'd made that call. 877-437-4781. Call now, 877-437-4781. 877-437-4781. H policy points and availability vary by state.
3: The Oregon National Guard was called into the city of Portland after protests in the city turned violent Wednesday night. Local authorities declared a riot after groups of demonstrators destroyed property in the downtown section of the city. The county sheriff's office described it as widespread violence. A Fort Hood soldier has been arrested in the death of a woman at a Texas hotel last year. Officials say Corey Grafton was an active soldier assigned to the Texas base and he was arrested Tuesday and is facing a murder charge in the death of Chelsea Cheatham, a 32-year-old who was found in June of 2019. Her death was later ruled a homicide. The Texas Ranger has applied DNA testing in the year-old case, the Texas Department of Public Safety said. Police had also gotten a statement from one of Grafton's co-workers that said he had confessed to the killing. Grafton is being held in lieu of $1 million bail Wednesday night. Four months after he declared he was running for president, rapper Kanye West seems to have accepted that he's got no shot at winning. Kanye received 60,000 votes in 12 states. USA Radio News. Welcome back to The Trump
2: I'm Jamie Renda, and... Just a little bit of a breaking news before we go into this power of positive thinking because we're going to need a lot of that power of positive thinking, uh, regardless of which way this direction uh, this campaign goes. But uh, finally, after what like 150 60 days of constant riding in Portland, Oregon, the mayor finally calls in the National Guard. I find that quite coincidental that it happens right after the election. Before the election, he didn't want to draw attention to the absolute disaster that was taking place in Portland and all the chaos and nightly rioting that took place. But, uh, but now he's using the National Guard to, to squelch this rioting. And so that, that kind of goes to what I was talking about earlier, that if you're out there thinking that if Biden gets election uh, elected, that this chaos is going to go away, you are wrong And uh, any Biden supporters out there that think that they're safe from this type of chaos, you're wrong because it's not going away. Because Antifa, who's this political thought process, this ideal, I suppose, that Mitt Romney would have us believe because Mitt Romney has not once condemned Antifa. He kind of did in a little backhanded way as he was condemning other things. He threw Antifa in there. But uh, that was the first and closest thing that he did to condemn Antifa even though I personally have called out Mitt Romney on this a couple of years ago when he was running for Senate. And, uh, again, I guess this is my little more moron minute because it just kind of creeps into my brain when I think about this, that, uh, I, I wonder again on how much Mitt is in on so many different things or is, is he that naive? And I don't believe that Mitt's that naive. I believe he knows exactly what's going on. And, uh, antifa is not just a a, this ideology it is organized it's paid for it's systematic they dress the same they carry the same products no matter what state they're in they had the same mode of operation you don't that doesn't happen by coincidence that happens through training organized training just like the the lady in black lives matter that founded it said that they were trained in marxist tactics now again i want to clarify the difference between Black Lives Matter as a concept, as a belief system, because I believe there's many people, good people out there trying to make a difference in that concept versus the organization. Um, And the organization is closely aligned with the Marxist socialist thought processes that also align with Antifa movement. And uh, in the concept, Black Lives Matter has been taken over by this Antifa mindset, by this socialist Marxist mindset. And uh, so the movement has been corrupted. It's not pure in its, in its wording um, that none of the, all these billions of dollars that have been raised mm-hmm. have not gone directly to impact black lives in any positive way. It's all been through. And it, I think this goes right back to what I was talking about earlier, the power of positive thought versus this negative thought this you, you dwell on and you become that hateful and spiteful and negative this is what it produces uh it produces this negative energy that's all about destroying not about building and creating so anyway i just wanted to throw in that because i found that kind of interesting that uh the portland uh the governor of portland has finally called in the national guard uh to help him in this um combating these terrorist groups that are out there destroying uh, the, the city of Portland. And so anyway, we'll go back to this power of positive thought. And so we are now on the, the fourth one, setting goals with intentions and being willing uh, to let it go. So uh, the law of attraction says that we will attract what we focus on the most. So again, back on that previous one on negative thoughts. If we have a negative thought, if something's really bothering us, if we can find a solution, I mean, because sometimes, you know, those negative thoughts, it's about a problem out there that we don't see a solution for. So we need to try to find a solution for that problem. And again, if we can't, then we go on and we we find things that we can impact. So the law of attraction says that we attract what we focus on the most. However, desperation uh, (coughs) clutters our minds and creates a negative energy around us. We need to set goals. We need to create a plan of action and work towards that plan. Uh, it's not likely to always go exactly how we want, according to our plans. So we need to be a little flexible in that. Example, what we're in right now in our election. Um, I, can't, I just want to say what a Trump-tater that our great president is. He, you know, he, he just always moves around. He's thrown these obstacles every day, Uh, He gets thrown different obstacles, but he wakes up and he goes out and he fights hard again the next day and he finds a way around. He is a solution finding magnet. So I just I just think he's absolutely incredible. I know Brian's in there listening to me right now. I don't know if Brian is quite as energetic and enthusiastic as I am about Trump, but I find him absolutely incredible. I don't know any human being that can face what Trump and his family have gone through this year the accusations made against them, the legal fights that have been thrown his direction, um, the fact that he has fought against not just Democrats, but Republicans. He's fought against the deep state or intelligence communities that tried to frame him and his family. He's fought against mainstream media. He's fought against the incredible power of social media. Um, Social media itself has been determined that the way they're algorithms are, are worked the way they've suppressed certain thoughts and have enhanced others would impact 15 million votes. And yet Trump, even with all those things against him went out there and fought the hardest fight we've ever seen anybody fight on getting reelected as president. So I'm going to go on to my, the, the, the last one on impacting our, our thought processes and having positive thoughts. And this is probably one of the most important ones is being grateful, being grateful and being generous. Uh, gratitude is perhaps the most powerful and positive tool for success, uh, because when we have gratitude, we we recognize that the things that we we have in our life, and we're not focused on the things that maybe we don't have, and and that creates a, a positive energy. I mean, there's so many things that they you know um, the scriptures. You know, talk about gratitude and the importance of gratitude. But there's been a lot of psychological testing done on the power of gratitude in the scientific community. uh, community. So gratitude is just, it's extremely essential. So even if things don't go our way, which I, and there I go, I'm letting a little negative thought go in there because I think it's going to go our way. But if by some chance it doesn't, we've got to be grateful for the successes that we did have we did maintain and we're going to keep the senate we gained in the house we gained in state houses and senates all over the united states uh, we elected some incredible pro-life female conservatives to uh to congress uh, so we we got some real positives out there we had for the first time 30 conservative Black Americans running for office in the Republican Party. So next time around, uh, when we have four more years in Baltimore of quasi-fume, uh, then maybe they're going to reconsider and think that uh, that Kim's really some, someone they should give a chance to. So I- anyway, we've got to look at the positive things that are out there and have gratitude for the, in this election for the things that we have accomplished. Um, so when you're grateful for all things, um, wonderful things happen to you when you have gratitude in your heart and I, I think again that's something that that Trump uh, exemplifies. He has a lot of gratitude he's uh, gratitude for the great country we have gratitude for the his supporters um, so as, as we go out uh, and continue to try to push this election and do everything in our power to make, to make sure this election was done fairly and the votes that uh, were cast were all votes that were legal votes, not people who have been dead for 10, 15 years, not people who should have been purged from the voter rolls and didn't actually make that vote, uh, that we forced the access for uh, poll watchers to be able to come into any precinct and to make sure things are being done Legally and ethically. Uh, so there's a lot of things that, you know, we need to go out there and do. But at the same time, we need to make sure we have a positive mindset and that we're grateful. And, and generosity. So anyway, when we get back, we'll talk more about generosity because we're going to need to be, regardless of how this election goes. Um, I talked the other day, if you were on the podcast, about that all things start with hope. And then they go to faith and then they go to charity. So hopefully that most of us here are in a place in which we have charity in our hearts because we're, we're going to need to extend a lot of charity, a lot of love for our fellow Americans, um, regardless of how this election goes. So when we get back, we'll talk a little bit more about being generous and then we'll wrap up this Trump Tater podcast. And remember, remember that you can find the Trump Tater share with your friends on fedbyravensmedia.com. Uh, please encourage your friends to get on, not just watch and listen to the Trump Tater podcast, but the other great podcasts that are on fedbyravensmedia.com. ravensmedia.com. <laughs>
3: Mortgage Corp. DBA Cash Call Mortgage. NMLS ID 128231. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in all states, including New York. Offer not available in Washington. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions.
4: You see it on TV every day. Global turmoil. But these international events help keep interest rates low and may even drive them lower. In response, we at Cash Call Mortgage have lowered our interest rates for the new year. And that's great news for homeowners. If you have a current rate above 2.99%, Call us to see how much you can save. If you qualify, we'll even pay your closing costs. And we can close your refi in as fast as 20 days with no upfront deposit. With our low interest rates and no closing costs if you qualify, there's never been a better time to lock in a low rate before it's gone. For a free quote, go to cashcallmortgage.com or call 800 299 1364. That's 800 299 1364. 800 299 1364. The healthcare enrollment period has just ended. Did you miss it? Don't go a whole year without having a healthcare program. Sign up for Liberty Health Share today. As a Christian healthcare sharing ministry, they are not insurance. So you can still sign up. There's no open enrollment period. You can sign up now. And you can pick the program of your choice. You get to select your doctors and your hospital. They have programs for single individuals, for couples and families. Best of all, there are no contracts. And plans start at only $199 per month. Go to libertyhealthshare.org backslash joe carey. That's LibertyHealthShare.org backslash Joe Carey, K-E-R-R-Y. Hi, this
3: is Stan Ellsworth. You know, I know a little bit about history. I mean, me and that Harley and all. But social media, well, that's a mystery to me. So I turned to the good folks at Little Cloud. They helped me develop my social media. They call it an online footprint. I'm a pretty big guy. Little Cloud, they've created a pretty big online presence for me. Let them help you. Visit their
1: website. Visit my friends at littlecloudmedia.com.
2: To the Trump Tater. Last segment of this podcast, it's gone by really quick today. Um, anyway, back on this power of positive thoughts, um, it's really important that we try to help others succeed, that we find opportunities to, to uplift and be generous with the things that we've been given. Um, and, and that's something I've, I've tried to apply in my life, helping other business owners try to be successful. Given a helping hand to the homeless, there's always if you can't find something specifically, if, if some way you can contribute back. We have um, homeless shelters. If you live here in on the Ogden, Utah area, we have the Lantern House. We have the Ogden Rescue Mission. Uh, Reverend Jesse, we feed the uh, he feeds the homeless, and sometimes I help him on that every Saturday and Sunday, because these other uh, organizations don't feed on the weekends. So there's a lot of areas of good that we can give back to. So we need to be generous. We need to f- find ways to uplift other people. And, uh, and as we help others succeed, that comes back to us. There's really something about karma. Um, it, it definitely is a pot, It's an energy force out there that when we help others be successful, that we can find more success in our life. So regardless of how this election goes, we need to make sure we go into it with a mindset where, that we're going to be generous that we're going to find ways to uplift others and, uh, and to be able to serve people in our community, in our families. So keep that in mind. I want to talk about just a little bit on the, this power of thought, because biblically, as we look at um, the whole foundation of the world was created on words. And uh, it was through the power of, of thought and the energy and the power of the spoken word that the world was created. So we need to realize that we have that power within us too, that uh, as we harness our thoughts and, and keep them positive and find solutions, and then we speak and we need to be careful with the words that we use, and, uh, and we speak words that uplift, we speak words that represent the world that we want to live in that we will create that world that we want to live in. So it may not happen always on our time, but, uh, but it will happen as we continue and we uplift those around us and they have positive energy. So just, just know, I mean, years ago, um, who would have thought we'd have a cell phone that wasn't connected to any source of energy directly in the wall. Um, that we could speak to someone across the world and not just speak to them, that we can visually see them, see their, their face, see their uh, facial expressions and that this type of communication. So I, I think of the power of our brain and the energy that we have within our brain and within our soul, that we have that same power that a cell phone has that we can communicate and put out that, that energy source of energy that uh, can change the world. So, anyway, let's be, let's be careful with how we um, how we use our thoughts, how we use our words, and that make sure that regardless of how this election goes, that we are trumpeters, that we're going to be forces of good, forces that are going to out, be out there letting our light shine in the world. That we are going to uplift others around us. That we are going to outshine. We're going to outperform. We're going to work hard. Re- and uh, try to do everything we can do to make our country better, our communities around us better, our families better, and ourselves better. So it, it, it definitely starts with, uh, with ourselves, that we have to take care, and not in a selfish way, but we have to make sure that we're putting the, the proper energy into self-care, uh, both physically, emotionally, spiritually. Start there, and then make sure you project that out in your family and into your community. And we will make the world a better place. So uh, let me see if there's anything we want to end on on what's going on in the world today. Arizona is definitely tightening right now. Trump is only 12,000 votes away with 88%. So he's definitely within the margin in which he can win Arizona. And especially if they start counting some of these ballots that were not counted with the computers because of the, the Sharpies. Um, so I think that's a very positive thing that's happening now in Arizona. Uh, I, I, I read, I saw a minute ago, but I can't find it, but it looks like Pennsylvania, uh, something favorable was, uh, given in the Trump campaign on Pennsylvania on being able to have access to the, the counting or in these precincts. So hopefully that's going to make a difference there. Let me see. I had something earlier that I wanted to talk about and we have a couple minutes left so let me see if I can find this. But while I'm looking for it, just a second here. I apologize, but Okay. Oh, that's I have a couple little ones that I had in here. Little pump <laughs> I've talked about all these rappers that have endorsed Trump, but little pump out there, his enthusiasm, but he put out a tweet that this basically, again, this energy that, that I'm talking about. He said, remain patient. Our man will be reelected. So I love it. You do see some real positive energy out there. Um, that's taken place. Um, an update. I, I told you the other day about Bevelyn Beatty, who is a, a, a black woman that has been very pro-life fighting for um, conservative issues within the black community. She was stabbed the other day uh, in Washington, D.C. by some Antifa people. She is doing better and is recovering. And so we're grateful that uh, she is going to recover. Uh, I put a shout out yesterday again to my friend Ryan, who is Lady MAGA USA, so if you can get on Lady MAGA USA social media, this is a, a gay man who has fought and uh, has gone out and has worked so hard in the reelection of our president in representing the LGBT community and uh what he, I mean, he wears these seven inch high heels. I can't wear seven inch high heels. And this is a grown man out there. Whether you agree or don't agree with drag queen stuff, this guy has committed himself in, in helping show that uh, gay Americans support our great president. So I just want to give a shout out to Ryan. Please follow Ryan on Lady Maga USA. If you haven't got on our Trump Tater website, We have a new shirt out there that's the Trump Tater, Be a Tater, Not a Hater shirt. Um, And so that's trumptater.com. And so trumptater.com, go out there and and get you a Be a Tater, Not a Hater. We also have incredible barbecue sauces. We have our Bold and Beautiful Make Meat Great Again. And we have our seasoning, which is wonderful on anything, especially we, we love it on popcorn, but meat, vegetables, eggs, potatoes. Uh, it's our rubs you right seasoning. Hey Brian, you've had our seasoning, haven't you? So what do you think of the seasoning? <laughs> so anyway, get on our Trump Tater uh, website, TrumpTater dot com. I, I oftentimes forget to promote that. Some in one day, I'm going to have to start making money on these things that I'm doing, so I can go out and accomplish the things. Uh, that I would like to see accomplished. And uh, so anyway, I hope you can support us and go on trumptater.com and, and see if you can find something fun that you would like to uh, support the Trump Tater in. And remember today as we uh, go into this third day after the election, put out the most positive energy you can. Uh, that look at the hard work that went into this. Look at the incredible rallies get that synergy again that we've had watching these Trump trains go all across America. Joe Biden didn't have any of that enthusiasm. I know president Trump won. I know America, uh, even they said he wasn't going to, that he was going to lose support in the older people as it came out, that he gained support with older population. He didn't lose support. He gained support with the Latinos. He gained support with, uh, with African-Americans So with all this, all these different pollings as people exited, you see all the different demographics of people who supported our president. And so how did he gain support in all these areas and lose the election? How did Americans all across our nation, even without Trump there for a rally, put on these rallies of 10, 20, 30,000 people? Every rally Trump did uh, since he had coronavirus it's had tens of thousands of people there. So again, the energy, you know reflect on that and, and know that Trump truly did win over the American people. We have had a higher turnout than we've ever had. Uh, this Mellon system was intended uh, to be able to be manipulated. We've got to make sure we don't allow this election to be taken over by those who had fraudulent intents and that we work everything we can do to ensure the victory of our great president. But again, at the end of the day, I just want to make sure I state this, that regardless of how this election goes out, that we pull together as Americans, that we stay positive and that we let our light shine and that we continue fighting the good fight and find new solutions to the problems that we're facing. Uh, Please tell your friends and family to connect with us on fedbyravensmedia.com. Uh, The Trump Tater, and we look forward to talking to you again tomorrow.